Every second, minute, hour of the day, we're given choices. A choice for better, a choice for greater, a choice for change. What are you choosing today? What do you want for your life today? I'm your host, Shakira Shanae, and this is The Undead Podcast. Every week, I'm joined by amazing women, and we chat about strength, beauty, and purpose. And sometimes, we just girl chat and talk about every damn thing. But one thing that I can promise you is that every conversation is worth a listen. So here's to the future, and let's unzip the greatness in you. (laughs) Not bottoms up. And a coffee mug, too. You see what it says? Things have taken a turn, peace. Yes. You guys, welcome back to another episode of The Unzipped Podcast. Today, I have my right hand, my executive assistant, Toyin, on the podcast with me. And we literally just recorded this whole episode, 54 minutes. And guess what, you guys? It did not record. At least it didn't record properly. The audio is all messed up. But you know what? It fits into what we're talking about today, which is the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. We got our wine now. I'm still in my robe. And we are going to re-record this episode and keep it pushing. So cheers. Cheers. (laughs) The mess ups. (laughs) and get through it okay cheers to that at first you don't succeed you gotta dust yourself off and try again okay so everybody twain has been on her entrepreneurship journey since 2020 um like i said she is the executive assistant to me and the unzip brand she is amazing at branding she is amazing at virtual assisting She's a coach for virtual assistants. She literally makes everything so much easier for someone so crazy like myself. <laughs> so without further ado, let's welcome Toyin to the podcast. Hey, Unzipped family. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Can we just talk about the hell you just been through, though? I know. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here, though. <laughs> Listen, I literally said, I said, Toy, let's just, let's just call it. She said, no, just let's grab some glasses of wine and we are going to redo it. Okay. That's why I love having you because I was like, look, look, let's just call it. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> but, no, we- but I knew, I, I literally knew deep down. No, Shakira, she thinks that she wants to do it tomorrow. <laughs> she really doesn't want to do it tomorrow either. Listen, because you know. know tomorrow would have been hell for me. So I'm glad that you, you, you pushed me to the other side. Um, so before we jump into the episode, how was your Thanksgiving? It was amazing. I made lemon meringue pie for the first time, and I sent pictures to everybody as if it was my firstborn child. And I ain't got no kids, but that pie, it came out perfect. <laughs> Look, proud. It was the proud. most beautiful pie in the bakery that night, like in the oven. It was, it was there. It was great. How was yours? 
It was good. Now, I didn't make no lemon meringue. I, I made a sweet potato pie yesterday. I had three slices of it, and I had to tell myself, that is enough. Like, you have had enough. Like, today, I literally made myself a plate of food as if it was still Thanksgiving night. Like, with, you know, like a little corner of every single thing. And I was like, no. I got to call it. Like, I can't keep doing this. I have to like, I have to stop now. Like, like when is it about- too long? Like when it, when is, is it, when is it time to say no more leftovers? See, now I heard that Monday today is the cutoff, but I just don't waste food. I don't know why, but it's just like, I feel like if I don't finish everything that I've taken home, <laughs> Like, I'm not doing good in life. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know. Look, that's just the way we're raised. They're like, you better finish that. But right, right now, we still have a pot of macaroni and cheese that's, like, this big. And it's, like, full. And I'm like, how is it still full? Like, people took food home. I have eaten macaroni and cheese every day since Thursday, multiple times a day. It's still full. And I'm like, I don't want to see. My sister even turned half of it into macaroni and she's balls. Oh, balls. Yeah. So she, um, she's so big on Instagram. She does food content. And so she kind of did, um, she kind of did like a reel on repurposing like your Thanksgiving leftovers. And she used some macaroni and cheese. And I'm like, why in the hell is there still so ma- so much macaroni and cheese left? Today is my cutoff twin. I don't know about you, but I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm done. The Tired. one thing that I will be finishing, I we got a lot of bottles of wine because you know when everybody brings <laughs> wine, that I will be finishing. <laughs> but for the food, for the food, I am done. I'm calling it. Tell them what your what your trainer said <laughs> um, about my wine. So um, today, I, you know, I met with my trainer and he's like, okay, so do you drink? And I'm like, I was looking at him like, yeah. And he's like, well, how much do you drink? And I'm like, well, like one to two glasses of wine, like every other day. It depends on the week I'm having. And he was like, you're definitely, you can, you can start cutting back. And I was like, cut back. It depends on the week that I'm having. And... If the rest of my week looks anything like today, I don't know. It's going to be every day. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be every day because we are talking about the highs and the lows of entrepreneurship, how it goes and how things just go left when you're just like, please, can you go right Um, like tonight? But before we get into all of that, I definitely want the fam to get to know you a little bit more. So tell us about your journey to entrepreneurship. I think your story is amazing because you were, uh, you know, someone working your nine to five and decided to take that leap into entrepreneurship. So walk us through that journey. Absolutely. So when I first had the the itch, the entrepreneur itch, which if you work a nine to five, that can every hour on the hour. <laughs> Um, when I first started to get that itch was beginning of 2020, almost right before uh, we started to get like the news blasts of coronavirus is like around. 
And I was like looking at someone who does what I do today. And she is a VA. She's very popular now. She's made literally millions of dollars. But when I first found her, she was still on the smaller scale. And I was like, this is really cool. She is herself on social media. She talks about how she's been able to cultivate essentially the dream life, which is you work from home. You are... um, able to create your own hours, create your own schedule, and all you have to do is just help people virtually. And I was like, that's really cool. And my background being in Sephora and also having done door-to-door before and having worked for Apple, I've like had so many different experiences within the nine to five life that I was like, you know what, let me see what this is like. And I wasn't sure where I was going to end up, But as I started to take courses, uh, learn a little bit about what the community would be like, what the support would be like if I was to enter this space, because the one thing about having nine to five is you have people. Like, even though like the work can be grueling, the hours can be so long, you have people that are in it with you. And if you're working from home, if you're an entrepreneur, you are solo dolo for a very long time. Very true. And so, and so when the date started to approach when I was about to make the jump, I started to get really skittish. And my coach kept saying, Toyn, you can do this. Like, don't keep pushing out your date. Like you can do this. You have been proving to yourself that you can hold your own. Don't be scared. And so when I made the leap, I was, I was way better than I thought I was going to be while still being really humble and like, really aware of the fact that it was going to take a very long time to get to where I wanted to go. So that kind of kept me grounded and kept me in a healthy mindset going into it that, that I'm going to be taking this day by day. Did you always have, did you always have like that entrepreneurial bug or that vision of wanting to be your own boss and and do your own thing you know what it's funny you say that because I have when I had first actually before I started working for Sephora which was in 2015 I started holiday season Black Friday before I started working there I was planning to start and actually did start my own beauty business and I created an LLC and I ended up doing absolutely nothing with it. Like it was just at a standstill. Like I created it and then I just got so scared of myself, of what the work would be like, of what it was that I wanted to create. I kind of got scared of success and everyone was like, you can do this. Like you got this, you know, your makeup looks awesome. Go out there and get it. And I was just like, I don't know. I didn't feel like I could do it. Even though everyone around me was telling me one thing, I didn't see it in myself to have the guts to face the me that would be birthed if I were to get into it. As opposed to last year, and I was seeing myself morph and change and just start to come out of my shell And I started to like what I was seeing in the growth and in trusting myself that I could take care of myself. I could get through this business. I could, I could help people in a way that it was going to give me the purpose that I was looking for. 
And so trusting that last year, I'm a totally different person as opposed to when I first wanted to start a business back in 2015 and, you know, ended up getting dissolved. And I was just like, feeling like a failure for so many years. Cause I was like, I never did anything. Yeah. But full circle moment. It just, it ended up happening. So it is what it is, but I wouldn't trade that experience for the world because without that failure, so to speak, I never would have seen this other side of myself that I still had that dream. It just needed to be manifested in a different way. Yeah, so true. You know, having those failures in in your past and then trying to figure out like, like, you know, just being afraid of, like you said, afraid of success. You know, a lot of people don't talk about like being afraid of success. They talk about being afraid to start. Um, but to put something out there and know that, you know, it can be as big as you want it to be, but not knowing what that will look like for you. You said, yeah, like you, in the past you were afraid, but now it's like you kind of have this confidence And it made me think, you know, being at an older age and being an entrepreneur and kind of understanding who you are as a person, understanding your strengths, your weaknesses, understanding what it takes to actually do the things that you want to do can really make a difference. Because I feel like any entrepreneur now looks back and says, okay, you know, I, as a person, I wasn't, I wasn't evolved in my thinking to actually be the type of businesswoman that I would really want to be. But now that I know who I am at this age and I'm comfortable with who I am, even, even going through the highs and the lows that's going to come your way, you're still a lot more comfortable with the no's. You're more comfortable with the idea of failure because at this age, you you failed so many times at so many other things that you're not so afraid of that. Um, you're not so afraid of rejection. And so you find yourself being able to be a better entrepreneur. Um, and I'm not saying that if you're young, you can't be an entrepreneur, but I definitely think that there is this difference um, when you are a lot older, um, being able to actually take that leap because you just kind of have a little bit more confidence at an older age. Yes. And that confidence, it comes from, it comes from gaining thicker skin over the years. No one is born confident. Confidence comes from seeing yourself make it to the other side of situations that you didn't think you could make it to. It's from falling and getting back up again. It is from having someone tell you no and no and no over and over again to finally meet that one person that says yes and think, wow, all the time that I've been putting into this, it was worth it. It meant something. It wasn't for nothing. I'm not doing this for nothing. It's having that, that trust that who you are is exactly who you need to be to become who you were meant to be. Absolutely. And it, and it comes from experience. Every single job, when I look back, Every single job, I mean, I I remember working for a funding company and every Monday, like clockwork, I would go to the first stall in the bathroom and I would cry around the same time too. And I would just cry like, what am I doing? Like, I hate it here. This is not me, you know, Um, and I did that for a long time. But when I look back at just all the jobs that I've had, Um, whether I enjoyed it or I hated it, 
I can see little things that I've taken from every experience um, and how it's kind of cultivated me and who I am now and what I'm able to apply to what I do now. And so I say that to say, no matter where you are in life right now, whether you're working a nine to five that you either love or hate, no matter what you, you, you're going through currently, um, if you have that want to, to be an entrepreneur and take that leap, just know that whatever you're experiencing now at your current job, that it will, no matter what it is, that experience alone is going to help you in some way when you're out there on your own doing your own thing because every experience has helped me it has taught me something that i'm taking with me you know into my so to speak second life where i'm an entrepreneur now absolutely um a lot of the experiences i have learned over the years as well that it's really about perspective and it's about keeping things in context. Like the real moral of our, of our story is always that life is so much bigger than what we experience in any one single moment. Like no matter how bad it gets, no matter how discouraged we may feel about a situation or not being able to see how we can make it through or what this is going to do for me, how is this benefiting me? to work this job or, or do these things or train under somebody and I feel like I'm more qualified or whatever the case may be, all of those experiences, they have something for you in that because in any moment where it feels like the end, it can also be the beginning of something new birthing in yourself. And I think that is just a beautiful perspective to have because that will allow for your journey to morph and grow and be really flexible in how you see yourself progressing and the more that you see yourself progressing flexibly and in like a grace-giving manner you are just gonna have such a beautiful a beautiful not only perspective but you're gonna have more wisdom to share with others you're gonna have more to teach more to give you're gonna see the value in everything and nothing none of that will be able to be taken from you because you have given that value and opportunity to yourself to have that and share with others. Love it. I know for you, when you embarked on that journey, community was super important to you. Um, So how did you go about finding your community and, or why do you think it's so valuable to, to be a part of a community? So the way that I went about it, it probably is the more, unorthodox way. So I went about finding my entrepreneurship community, so to speak, my my girl tribe or girl gang, um, by joining a course and learning how to do what I do today, which is supporting six-figure, seven-figure CEOs and managing their lives, simplifying simplifying these huge visions in, into smaller concepts. Now, there's YouTube University. There is Google. But the power between people and learning how to network and learning how to collaborate and just having someone to, you know, just lean on, have a shoulder, cry to about what's going wrong in life. When your family doesn't get it, those people get it. And that's what really, it really pushed me. It gave me so much motivation because at the end of the day, 
I didn't just want to watch a video and learn, learn how to use the different systems and stuff and, and like look at the comments, but never connect with, uh, with who was teaching me this thing or who was underneath the video. I wanted to be like in the thick of it, like almost like in the, in the trenches with people trying to do what I was doing because the camaraderie is just so much deeper. The hunger is just so much stronger. We all want to see each other be successful. And when you have people like that, you know, they say, who you surround yourself by, that's who you'll become the most like. I wanted to surround myself with hungry people. So I needed to be with people who were really adamant about creating their their dream entrepreneurship life or their dream their dream business because I knew what I wanted for myself. And so having that, it really motivated me. And without those people, still to this day, like I would not be where I am at all. You want that because it is so tough in the beginning. You, you may have friends that don't understand the journey. You may have family members that don't understand the journey. And it's very it does kind of feel like you're in a, in a bubble all by yourself. And so when you have community and, and like you said, I don't even know if you, I think you said this on our other recording that didn't even, <laughs> <laughs> that never made it to the air. Um, but you, you said, you know, there, there basically is a group for everything, whether you find it on Facebook, whether you find it on YouTube, whether you find it on social, um, on Instagram, whether you find it on Pinterest, you can find your group anywhere. And if you can't create that group, create that community on your own, um, and connect with women that are like-minded and that are willing to um, help you grow as you help them grow. There's this there's this video that I saw um, the other day, and it's like it's basically like a whole bunch of people marching to the top of this bridge, and it kind of shows like you know them lining up one by one and them kind of climbing on each other's back to get there and then once the person gets to the top they throw down that ladder so everybody can get up and something is so simple but um i love i love that video so much because i feel like growing up i there there just wasn't that it wasn't any of that it was kind of like how can I stand on you to get where I'm going, but I'm not dropping the ladder back down for you to follow me. You know what I mean? And it's always been important um, for me to either be a part of community or help to build community where women can feel like, you know, like they're connected to something bigger and that they're seen them know like, this is what it's like being an entrepreneur. This is how you can get there. And I, I mean, even going forward, we, Twin and I have been talking about even sharing more value and being even more transparent about the journey um, to entrepreneurship. Yes, yes. I, I, when I think, when I think about women supporting women and I think about how hard entrepreneurship is we really can't do this without each other and one of the beautiful things like the silver lining like if if anyone who is listening right now if you have 
been affected by COVID. I seriously, I pray and I hope that you guys are well, that you guys are healing, are healthy and becoming whole because last year was a ride. And one of the, one of the blessings of it is that I think collectively as, as like the world, all of us, we have seen that we cannot do this without each other. We have to support each other. We have to be there. And entrepreneurship is this exact same thing. We have to collaborate. We have to be willing to, to know that whoever is coming behind us, it's for that we are doing today, how we are showing up today. It's not, it's not just to make the fee look pretty. It's so we can impact someone and help them be great so they can pass that on to someone else. And I think it's so easy to forget that when we get on social media and we see, we see amazing people doing amazing things that they also have that like that's part of their success is having community having a network and so we shouldn't forget that whether you are wanting to start a business or are in the entrepreneurship journey and you're like in the thick of it like having that is essential because those people are going to be there for you when things are really good and when things are really bad and having them when things are really bad is what's going to make the good even better Dang it. The other one had the clapping sounds. <laughs> I was like looking for the clapping sounds to be like, yes, yes. But there is no clapping sounds on Zoom. So <laughs> I have to do my own. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree with you. Um, I want to talk about you and your brilliant mind when it comes to branding Um, and for anyone who is looking at their current brand business, or they're thinking about starting their brand, um, what, what tips do you have? So one thing that messes up, it messed me personally, and messes a lot of people up is getting stuck in the aesthetics of branding. Branding has nothing to do with aesthetics. It is actually about the vibe. It's about the energy. It is about emotions. It's about story. It is your why. It is your mission. It is the reason you are here to serve others with what you do. So what I did when I first started was run to Pinterest. (laughs) Like it's the first thing. You just naturally run to Pinterest and that is well and good. But what made the difference for me after I made all the mood boards was connecting the dots. Why did I choose this? Why did I choose this color? What does this color mean to me? What feeling does that evoke for me? And does it evoke for the people that will see the content or that will see my page? So to ask yourself these following questions is going to be really important is what does your page bring to the people that step onto it? What type of emotion does your audience get? What type of story does your brand have? Does that involve you? Does it involve other people? What is it about? Because that is what people connect to at the end of the day. Like say your favorite store or your favorite artist it probably has less to do with the material and the tangible and more to do with the feelings that you feel when you're in that store. 
the way that that singer or artist makes their music, whether it's in the production or in the way that they use their voice, it's all emotion. So branding is really about storytelling with emotions and who you are and how you, you see that because that is, that's the key to connecting with people that you never thought you would connect with. It's you and what your perspective is of your business and your brand. So good. <laughs> um, so let's talk about content. So we talked about branding a little bit. Let's talk about content and content, um, content planning. So, okay, let's just talk about one of the biggest platforms, Instagrams. There is Reels, there is IGTV, there is your feed, there is your stories, there's guides, there's this, there's that. It is super overwhelming, whether you are a new entrepreneur or you've been in the game for a minute. It's still overwhelming for me sometimes. I'm like, what do the people want? What should I post? What's good? And so walk us through like, how can we content create content plan without feeling overwhelmed so the best way to do that i have found is by creating series so treat it treat your content not like a full feature length movie where you cram the beginning, middle, and end into one piece of content, but you break it up into a TV show where every single episode has its main plot and the value is shown more effectively because you watch that TV show over a period of time rather than all in one. So what I do, the formula for that is I have my topics, I have my pillars. So like for us right now, we're in her strength series. So what I would do is think, what does that mean? Like, what does her strength mean? And for me on my Instagram page, I think for my topics, what does this mean to me? What are some questions? What are, what is, what are the people talking about? And how can I turn this into tangible, practical, steps, help, a guide, education, fun, laughter that can impact on a longer term basis that keeps people coming back for more. So they don't just look at one piece of content. They're like, oh, that's nice. And they never come back. But you keep people coming back for more because you've broken it up and you've given them so much value along the way that giving them bite-sized, bite-sized content and bite-sized value actually creates longer term followers and longer term engaged engaged audiences for your business because then they get to know you and it's more it's like a friendship when you get to know someone you don't tell them all of your all of your secrets all of your your fears your hopes and your dreams you do it over time so you treat your content the same way and that's how you build a community at the same time as well you have done such a great job with unzipped and um, I know with all the other brands that you work with, but I think content creating is one of those things that can kind of get people, you know, um, I guess just caught up because you're just thinking, okay, 
how do I create impactful content? How do I create content that um, really sends a message of what my brand, what the mission of my brand? And I think it can really get overwhelming no matter what kind of business you have. Um, and the idea is you, you want to enjoy your journey. You want to enjoy you being an entrepreneur, and sometimes it, it's it's not always enjoyable, and sometimes it can seem very overwhelming with all of the things, the many things that you have to do. Um, so having someone you like you like having a virtual assistant, having um, a business coach, you know, having a mentor, it definitely helps you to kind of declutter and kind of figure out how can you streamline all the things that you have to do and make it be effective and then turn it around to make it be enjoyable again because you might have days and as an entrepreneur where you wake up and you're like why the hell am I even doing this I could be doing my nine to five and just be like you know clock out and I'm done Whereas as an entrepreneur, you really don't clock out. You know, you continue to perfect, you continue to work, you continue to build, you continue to grind so that you can scale and continue to grow. And you're kind of on this this hamster wheel day in and day out. Um, but I know for a fact that your tips are definitely going to be able to help someone kind of give them that aha moment to n- not think... Um, so much harder, but think really smarter and how they can kind of streamline their content as well as batch their content. Batching your content is super helpful because if you're creating, um, you know, a blog, how can you turn that into a post and turn that into a reel? You know, how can you create a reel and turn that into a blog and turn that into a post? Like everything that you can do can spread on so many platforms. So you're not kind of driving yourself crazy. For example, if you have, say you have a lash business and you want to get more people booking, um, and you also want to, get people coming, you know, if you have a website where they would actually go and book. You definitely want to record yourself doing lashes and make that be a reel. Take pictures of your work and make that be a post. Um, Create guides on your Instagram where you can talk about the process of keeping your lashes clean. Making sure you have a book now button on your page so that people can book right on your Instagram is super effective. They see your work. They want to book with you. Making sure that your bio is clear so they know exactly what you do. They know that this isn't for fun, but this is actually what you do as a business. Maybe putting some cute, cheeky, lash type uh, quotes and memes so you can gain people's buy-in and gain their like, yes, I relate to this. But kind of finding ways to connect thinking out of the box, but not thinking so far out of the box that it's not reachable and it doesn't, not everybody understands what you're saying. Um, but I, overall, I think we get so caught up in like the little things that we kind of just forget what it's like to be on the up opposite end of our business. What is it like to be a customer? What is it like to be a consumer? We forget about that because we're kind of thinking so one track, um, you know, minded. And you know what it's like to be a customer. You know what it's like to be a consumer. What do you want to see? What do you want to feel? How do you know you can trust the person that you're buying from? So those are amazing things to keep in mind. And also just knowing that 
there's going to be highs and there's going to be lows and you can push through all of them. Absolutely. I remember um, in the in the months leading up to when I was leaving my nine to five, I it felt like I literally had two jobs again. Like during my lunch breaks, I was making content. I was taking meetings. I was attending trainings. I was packing in so much into, into my day to where I almost, I, I almost didn't even realize that, that I was turning into the person that could, that could continue because I had like almost Jedi mind tricked myself with the amount of work that I was doing. And it's like, when you, when you look at yourself in hindsight, you see where all the growth came from. You oh, see yeah. that, that the moments where you were breaking down and you were like, how am I going to make this happen? Like, Lord, give me a sign, give me something. You actually got it in the end. You really did. And it's just, it's spitting out, it, it's chewing them like the, the bones is what's unnecessary, but also the bones are what builds you. And the meat is what you take with you. That's what nourishes you. That's, those are the lessons. That's what makes you wiser. That's what makes you stronger to be able to continue your journey and your walk in entrepreneurship. Totally agree with you. And I think too, I mean, even kind of stemming from our Her Strength series is also remembering that it first starts with you and remembering to take care of you, take care of your mind, take care of your heart, take care of your soul, take care of your, 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 just your space, you know, making sure that you are staying as clear and level-headed as possible because it could sometimes feel like you are literally at the bottom of a pool. You can see everything at the top, but you just don't feel like you're ever going to like get to the surface. And that's not a, that's not a good place to be. Just being you outside of what, outside of you as a business owner, outside of you as a mom, you as a wife, you as a friend, you as a daughter, just having time where it's just you alone and focusing on, on that is just so important for your mental health. Like I can't tell you, I can't tell you how important that is because if you don't have that, no matter how successful your business will be, you almost will not feel it. It's like people would be telling you, like, you're doing so great. You're so successful. Successful. Look at all that you've accomplished. And you won't even be able to recognize it, feel it, or take it in because you are still at the bottom of the pool looking up. That reminds me of that quote, what does it matter to gain the world if you end up losing your soul? Literally. Like, what, is it, what does it matter to, to run yourself into the ground? if you are not healthy, happy, and whole, if you're not at peace within yourself. I see burnout a lot as a sense of, I am unaligned to what I am doing. What I'm doing is not serving me. Whatever the habit is, whatever the actions are, it is not serving me. It's actually draining me more than I realized. And so when we are forced into rest because of burnout, that's actually the time for you to not just recharge, but to reevaluate, to reset, to realign yourself with what is going to recharge you and keep you going for the long term. Because 
burnout, it can feel really heavy, but imagine when you take that time and you figure things out, you do some work, like what can I do to make sure that this happens less frequently? Because it is a, it is a step-by-step process, you know, when you are, when you're learning about yourself and what you need to take care of yourself, especially when you are an entrepreneur, it feels like time is running out the second you wake up in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. giving yourself just a few minutes, it really does. It really does. But just giving yourself a few minutes, like, what can I do here? It can transfer into so many different avenues that will give back to you in the most beautiful of ways. So what would you, what would be your biggest advice for anyone who has been thinking about becoming a virtual assistant? That is a wonderful question. I think, I think the first thing that I would, I would ask someone who was thinking about becoming a virtual assistant is what is your main goal? Like, why do you want to become a virtual assistant? Because I'll tell you about 80% of the people that I did the course with, they're no longer virtual assistants. So that means that their whys did not align with with their actual end goal so if time freedom is your goal virtual assistant can be for you if it's financial freedom it also can be for you but what's not going to help is if you want to become a virtual assistant but then you're scared of doing the work or you're scared of trying to figure out what, what is the work that you want to do. You have to be willing to take risks on yourself and try a lot of different things and be willing to work with people and, and be a student and know that security, security in terms of finances is going to come the better that you continue to put yourself out there. Just don't be scared of of you being of putting yourself out there don't be scared of putting yourself out there because again the community is so big you know that uh, um jordan actually talked to you and she was like oh yeah i know Twain." And, and when she told me that when she was like oh hey she literally randomly texted me and she was like i have this client do you think you could take her blah, blah, blah. her name's shakira and i literally was like this is such a small world and definitely is it it really is and you would just have no idea without putting yourself out there and and getting to know others that are trying to become entrepreneurs as well too what doors can open for you so if you want to become a virtual assistant one I would love to have a chat with you I would love to just talk with you about what it is that you want to do where you see yourself because there's tons of avenues there's Pinterest VAs, there's systems VAs, there's YouTube VAs, there's influencer VAs, there's, there's podcast VAs, which I actually started as a podcast VA, which is so awesome that I'm actually working with you on the unzip. But there's just so much to it that it's almost like walking to Cheesecake Factory. You open up the menu and you just get immediately overwhelmed by all of the things. So having someone to help you narrow it down is super, super important. And when you do that, you're golden. Because then you have someone by your side to just be like, you got this, you got that. And you take care of the rest. 
how long have, have you have you been with us now? Has it? I think we just closed on our first month. Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> we are just about to start month two, and we have only are just begun. Serious? So I'm so excited. Yeah. Has it really only been a month? Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like it's been two months? <laughs> That's I a good know. thing. I feel like we've done so much so already. I know. I know. And that's the thing. That was, that's one of the other things. So let me, let me talk just for a second about if you want to be a VA, why this would be good for you. If you feel like you aligned to these things, if you are someone who loves to, to meet new people, if you are someone who wants to work like almost solely with a single person hand-to-hand and you just like really learn the back end of their business um if you are someone who wants to get into a space like say uh influencer assistants are on the rise currently they are trending and if you are someone who wants to become an influencer or if you want to become a podcaster or if you want to um if you want to start a blog or or really anything even a makeup line you becoming a virtual assistant is literally you working with a mentor who is paying you to help them and learn from them, learn their business. And that allows for you to become more, more solid in your knowledge of what you would want your business to look like, because then you're just able to soak in so much. You learn so much. And then when you work with other people, you're able to apply more wisdom. You're able to give more to those clients. And that in turn just comes back to you in terms of, it comes back to you in the form of more financial freedom, also more time and just better connections. Like I love every single person that I work with today. Like they are genuinely people that I could sit with at a table and we would all gel because I've made it to the point where where I know the type of person I want to work with and I only work with people that I know I can bring the best out of and vice versa. And that's what this has afforded, afforded for me to do. And so if you are someone like that and you feel like you have great skills in a certain area, you can become a virtual assistant for that and you can learn and you can work. And it's just so much fun. It, it just really is. I have so much fun doing what I do. So yeah, I, just think that it's just awesome, an awesome time to, to try new things. And yeah, virtual assistants, we are, we are very strong community. So you will never be without resources or community. I love that. Well, I know I, yes, snaps, 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 snaps. <laughs> I know I, I can't believe it's only been a month because I feel like we have gotten so much done. And if you're anything like me, you want to kind of hold on to every ounce of your business because it's your baby and you're like, no, I got it. And like, I got it. I got it. But there comes a time, like we were talking about earlier, where you have to delegate. And if you want to grow, you have to, if you're able to step back and allow someone with an enormous amount of strength and wisdom come in and work side by side with you to help you grow and scale your business. And like the fact that it's just been a month has just been crazy because we've gotten so much done. And I'm now that really makes me excited 
for the months that we have ahead because, you know, the sky's the limit. Plus, I got so lucky because I already I already knew you. <laughs> if you are looking for someone, Twain is amazing. Now, not all of you jump at once because <laughs> can't take her from me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You guys can borrow her. Um, but she is amazing. And if you're thinking about becoming a virtual assistant, she is a perfect person to talk to about that. If you are thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, I definitely hope that whatever you heard during this girl chat either motivates you, inspires you, gives you some value, lets you know that, look, Hey, we all go through these high and low moments. Um, focusing on yourself, focusing on your strengths, um, you know, figuring out what your weaknesses are, delegating those things, uh, the journey, all of that, those things. I mean, we, we are all one in the same. We are all one in the same on this journey together, empowering each other, supporting each other. Um, and yeah. Absolutely. I also am slightly tipsy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I also second that. <laughs> It's been a long day. Yes. You guys, we're going to get this episode out to you. Tuesday is going to be popping. We can go. We're going to go on stories tomorrow um, to talk about this episode. And yeah, make sure that you are subscribed. Make sure you come check us out on Instagram and you follow this amazing journey because our journey is continuing to new heights. We're super excited about all the things that we have coming. Um, and Toyin, let them know where they can find you. So you can find me, we can be B, biz BFFs at Truly Toyin on Instagram, TikTok, and trulytoyin.com. We will see you guys soon.